Good morning, good morning. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, 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 up. Everywhere I speak into you is happening. Up, 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 which means more and more and more and more, which also means increase upon increase upon increase, which also means better, much better, much better than ever before. Glory upon glory upon glory upon glory. Further, moving further and further and further as you continue to go forward and forward and forward and forward, looking straight ahead, going up, 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 up. Good morning. You're here again. You're here in the earth again. The hour has come upon you this day for you to receive so much more than you ever did before. Right now. It's so amazing that what's in you, it imparts itself into me. Impartation is so necessary. Iron sharpening iron. You're never just tuning in. You're never just listening. What's in you being imparted into me. And what's in me being imparted into you. Here he is in the midst of us right now today. I am up. And when I mean up, I'm not meaning just waking up. I am up. I am up on my feet and I am standing firm in my walk. I am up. I know what it's like to be down. And I was like to have one leg down. And I was like to feel cast down. But I am up. You're up. We have risen. We're up. We're up. We're up. We're up. Love. Love. In order to give love, you have to receive love. You cannot give anything you don't have. But you have to remember, we we also have in this world a father of lies. That try to throw everything our way. That's contrary to what God has already said. And he dressed it up so well. So well. So well. Imagine what that looks like for a second. Here you are, or a family member, you love God, you worship God, and all of a sudden, Satan disguised himself as a person, place, or a thing that someone in your home embraced. And now his presence is in your home. But no one can detect it. Because our minds are cluttery, our hearts are cluttery, when God say, be still. I want you to be very still right now. And I don't mean as in not to move, I mean spiritually, be very still. That means be in tune, be aware, be open, be available. Hear this, hear me. Be still. Even with your thoughts, be still. 
and know, know that God is who he say he is. Know much more right now. Feel the level of my knowing released into your atmosphere right now. The knowing, knowing, knowing. So much more. Every word that you can ever say or think or mention, it comes up higher than that. Even with the knowing comes up higher than that. Higher gets higher than that. That becomes more than that. You understand? Love is the opposite of hate. If you think something that's not of love, feel some way that's not of love, Renew your mind by stirring yourself up. And don't we all know what that is like? We all have to stir ourselves up as believers. Not to say we're stirring ourselves to continue to believe in Christ. Continue to stir ourselves to know that we receive from Christ. In order to release Christ in the atmosphere. Remain in Christ-like. You're not persuading yourself to know that Christ is who he say he is. You know he's good. You know he's good. You express his goodness. It's you becoming a one accord with him. Now that's the stirring up. That's the work in the faith. That's allowing patience to have the perfect work. That's being blessed and entirely wanting nothing. You have to really look at Christ And look at Christ How he look at you Every second that you breathe His eyes are on you Every eye in the kingdom Are upon you Every eye in the earth Are upon you And every eye in the demonic realms Are upon you Watching you Listening to you with you you are up today continue to love by knowing that God so love you it's so much easy said than done that many will say but when you just receive and do to your believing you have to release what you have on the inside it's no way that God can fill you up with his love due to your receiving and you not pour out into somebody else's life but guess what guys It has to remain You can't go from love one day And then hate the next day Or dislike another day Then love again this day It's permanent That's the stirring ourselves up That's how we stir ourselves up Continue to allow it to be permanent There are so many things and opportunities that surround you day by day can cause you to not want to love. And even if you want to disregard, that's still not a form of love. Avoid is not a form of love. Assume is not a form of love. Prejudging is not a form of love. Negative thinking, negative speaking is not a form of love. Being so slow to speak and so quick to hear is nothing but love. Because you care. You care about what you say. 
because you care about the other person feelings more than your own. So you hold back. And God gives you other ways to release his love. Instead of you talking in the flesh due to how you feel inside. Love is not irritating. Love is not to be irritated. Love is never to be rushed. There's no intimidation in love. There's no envy in love. There's no jealousy in love. And I realized my entire walk, guess what? It has always been love. Now, even though we make mistakes and we have sinned upon another sin, you have to know that when Christ got up, you did regardless of what you do. Living a sinful lifestyle is not saying Christ didn't rise. It said that you're not aware of who you really are. It won't be no backsliding. And how foolish is it to know such knowledge and still go backwards? What is yours is yours to keep. Everything increases. It goes further, further, leveling up. Leveling up is not just in the financial realm, in the natural. Has really nothing to do with it, to be honest. Leveling up is bearing so much more fruit that you become a magnet to all the resources that God has placed within your reach to fulfill your assignment. You don't have to go look for it. It comes to find you. Do you know that? Every plane ticket that you will ever need to fulfill the gospel which already been fulfilled, it's already done. It's already written. Let's focus on that for a second. The writing. It's already written. So this is how I used to talk to God. During the time I was really being challenged. I say, wait a second. It's already written. Now I have the power to determine what you see next. Whether I make a bad decision or a good decision, I did it and you saw it already. So I have the power to do what I want you to see and that already existed because I did it. So let me continue to do good and let you always see that beforehand because I did it before I did it. Even if you lie, God already saw that. So if you know ahead of time What he already sees Which you have the power to control Not to do or to do Make a better decision every time And that helped me out so much So you can see What I'm about to do Then see this Because I'm going to make a better decision Everything we ever do God already see it you have the power for him to see what you know what to do, how to do, what to say, how to say. You understand? Receive the love like never before right now. 
Release the love like never before right now. Don't get frustrated. But check your walk. How your love walk. You loving? Are you loving? And guess what? Come up higher than that. Joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord. That brings people to God because they see a difference. Without God, there is no fruit. That's how you're easy to be identified. That is the difference from the world way of doing things. Our fruit. Here you are laughing and joyous in a time of crying and sorrow. Do you know what's happening here? Do you know what's happening here? The glory of the Lord is here and there's nothing anyone can do about it. Many people put things, places, and people before God, even unaware. But when God steps in and acts as he is, all sufficient as he is, nothing, no one can do about it. God's glory is all of him. All of him on you. Receive that. Cast every care right now. What do you care about right now? What is it? Be honest. What is it? Lay it down. What burden you have on your back? For real though. Remove it. What's on your mind right now? Seriously though. Remove it. He said cast them to him. I was so glad when I read that. You say do what? You will take them? Here you go. I don't want them anyway. It's not helping me. It's not helping me to feel weighed down, smiling, and still trying to praise. There's no freedom in my praise if I'm feeling weighed down. Joy causes you to be so glad in it. Glad in what? In your lifestyle. In your surroundings. You don't see the same. You don't hear the same. You don't think the same. You don't even act the same. You're just happy. Nothing could take your joy. No one can take your joy. If Satan could, he went a long time ago. You have to freely give over everything that Christ afforded you. You wake up. Thank you, Jesus. It's noonday. Thank you, Jesus. Here's the evening. Thank you, Jesus. And here's the night. Thank you, Jesus. Even while sleep. Thank you, Jesus. Even going to the restaurant. Thank you, Jesus. Continuing my day. Thank you.
Thank you, Jesus, in the midst of traffic. Thank you, Jesus, in the midst of frustration. Thank you, Jesus, in the midst of hesitation. Thank you, Jesus, in the midst of a trial. Thank you, Jesus, a tribulation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That is my daily confession. Thank you, Jesus. You are the lifter of my head. Thank you, Jesus. Because of you, I've been made right. Thank you, Jesus. We're not under the law of obedience. I mean, not obedience. We're under the law of sacrifice anymore. Thank you, Jesus. No more burnt offerings. Thank you, Jesus. No more worry about my behavior, but still know who I am. Thank you, Jesus. Under the law of grace. Thank you, Jesus. Don't have to do nothing to receive it, but just believe it. Thank you, Jesus. It's been afforded unto me. Thank you, Jesus. I'm a joint heir unto you. Thank you, Jesus. I'm seated where you are seated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. May I continue to have my body as your temple. Because my body represents every part of the armor. Because the armor protects not just spirit and soul, but also the body. Because your body goes along with you. People keep thinking when you talk about the body, they go straight to the flesh. But your flesh is not how it used to be. Because now it's under submission, total submission to your spirit, man, and your soul. It goes along. It's the third part. It's the last part. It's not the first, neither the second. Because that earthly suit will perish. But you have to have it to continue on your journey. And you must take great care of it. You understand? Because that's ending your assignment as well. Not taking care of your earthly suit. You're not taking good care of your feet. You're not taking good care of your health. Meaning the nutrients that you need. Then there goes a sudden headache. Due to a pressure that been risen. Because of all the sodium you intake. That you know you should not. Not saying you're not healed. You are healed but still be wise. No one can sit here and tell me. If you drink three cups of salt. Eight ounces a cup of salt a day. That your pressure in your earthly suit will not arise. You have organs. That's functioning as they ought to. Would you go out and play in the snow in a tank top or a bathing suit? Of course not. Because that's not wisdom, is it? You understand? Be wise in all that you do. Love, joy. I release unto you peace. Commanded to be still. Everywhere you go, there is peace. And not just within you, but in the atmosphere all around you. I know you have encountered people before that say, when you come, I just feel just so, such a presence. I just feel the peace on you. Everything changed when you get here. At one point on my job, I never really took off work. Probably like once every six months I would take off. And one year I never did. And I wanted to go on a mission trip. And they was like, they panicked. 
I was going to be out for what two weeks no no Q don't leave they were panicking my supervisor couldn't deny it I had to leave I accumulated the leave but they was like no don't go please we don't know what to do if you're not here that's not the purpose of being a witness of the gospel it's for them to receive the presence themselves they don't depend on anybody else and I'm saying this to say to you many people are not aware they're doing that and a lot of times we get frustrated and we consider them as leeches you understand some people are not aware that it's not you they need and want it's God because they don't know how to come to God they only receive him through you do you know it's people that just hear only on Sundays and wait till the next Sunday to open their mouth and say thank you Lord again not even knowing you can say it wherever you go that's the purpose of us releasing our relationship in the world so others can know and encounter him like never before as we do because there's no way that you guys should feel disturbed or anybody should feel disturbed when you're not around because it's not you who do it the work and even if you release him in the atmosphere they still know how to receive him so we have to baby step some people guys if there's no time for how old are you you should be on solid food no you shouldn't be prejudging because you prejudging you are milk just like them and never be soon to forget you were once you know the way they are you understand love, joy, peace receive the peace especially in your home many people so quick to leave the home because there's no peace there I don't want to be in that house no peace in there I'd rather go to work kids get on my nerves spouse get on my nerves even if those who live by themselves I don't like being at home I feel alone you're never alone my entire walk has been pulled away for such a time as this thank you Lord I thank God for fellowship and I thank God for family restoration I thank God that I'm not focused on everything I've been through I thank God that I'm focused on that my future is brighter and so is yours the devil don't want us here and he tried everything he could to keep us from today you have the peace of God that passes all understanding which means that you lean not to your own you acknowledge him father I trust you I know exactly what it's like guys to say you know what God I trust you I'm not going to worry about this and all of a sudden it seemed like that situation started to arise and I'm like oh boy uh, father God like yes <laughs> look at that okay are you bothered are you moved continue to praise the enemy will try to shut you up even if you say God bless this marriage you go home all of a sudden your spouse out of nowhere start complaining you're like where this come from and guess what you do? 
You overpower evil with good. You ever did that? Not even just in a merge, in any relationship or even with a family member, co-worker. They just keep nitpicking and you just keep being loving, not being bothered. And they're like, and some people get mad that you're not bothered. But guess what? Remain that way. And you know what they do after that? Submit. Submit. Just like that person stopped calling me at 534 in the morning. And realize she's not going to answer her phone because she did tell me that she's going to call me when she get up. You understand? Enjoy the peace. It's yours. Make some necessary changes in your home. Invite peace there by the necessary changes in your home. And guess what? If you live with someone who seems to be, you know, less fruitful than you are, Continue to remain fruitful. Don't ask God to give them fruit. Don't ask God to deliver them. He already have. Be mindful how you talk to God. Don't ask for something he already did. Because then you're going to find yourself frustrated when you don't see him move. Because he wants you to know he already did. <laughs> you understand? Already delivered you. Why you ask for deliverance? Already restored your family. Why you ask for restoration? Just give me praise. Just give me praise. Thank them for what you want to see already. Don't argue back and then go in the room and pray. No, pray so you won't argue back. That goes for anybody and everybody. Not to give up too much of a testimony. But I know what it's like to come home from church and someone who didn't even want to go, who you begged to go, didn't want to go, but instead disrespected you when you was doing nothing but releasing love in the atmosphere. And then what are you doing amiss? You still decide to cook dinner. I thank God for freedom. Because out of everything that you and I have been through, Guess what, guys? God was with us. And he brought us through it. Every step of the way. Don't think about your past and say, I've been through this. This happened to me. All of that. No, because then you're going to begin to pity yourself. Instead of giving God the glory that you are here still standing. You understand? Don't blame anybody because that means you don't forgive them. Don't think that someone deserves to feel your pain because that means you don't forgive them. You have to look at other people how God looked at you. Do you want God to disregard you when you need mercy? Mercy! Love, joy, peace, patience. Patience. Ooh, oh God. God had to teach me patience by working with kids, which happened to be a passion now. You understand? You have to be patient with one another. And most importantly, you have to be patient with yourself. Be patient with yourself. Stop rushing to do things. Slow down. 
Slow down with your thoughts, your thoughts and your deeds. Slow down with your speaking. Don't be too quick to speak. Don't even be too quick to think or even having your heart. Slow down and stop rushing God to move. Don't we all know what that is like? Waiting on God is not just sitting still waiting on God. Do you know that? It's trusting in Him. Even if it don't look like it. Father, I trust you. It's like every promise I feel, it was, it was way up a little bit. But now I feel right now talking to you guys, it became close. Like a magnifying glass to an object. It's like all of my promise, all of my desires that God, God has placed there within you and I are in our reach. And the more you just thank Him and be still, next thing you know, you see the manifestation like, wow, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. Know that it's happening. Oh God, it's happening. Receive that. It's happening. I see the glory over your happening. I'm not going to speak nothing over you that I don't want to see. Your praise will always be great for God. Every place he take you. Higher upon high. You're not going to be amongst those in the past. Even they're not anymore who are in the past. Who sat there and received from God and stopped worshiping and stopped praising. Because everything that have breath, praise ye the Lord. And joy is happening. I want you to know that it's happening. Because a lot of times, if you know what you know, your praise will be a lot different. My God. Your smile will be a lot different. My God. Your words will be a lot different. <laughs> you even looking up at God will be a lot different. Because you'll see God more higher than he ever been before. Moving on your behalf like that. And it never changed like this. Love, joy, peace, patience. Remain patient with yourself and others. Kindness. Being kind to one another. Loving one another. Being kind with your words. Being kind with your deeds. Never to have a malicious attitude. Well, I'm going to do this because they did that. I'm going to have them feel this way because... No, be kind. Be very respectful. Very kind. You ever had somebody call your name and you're busy... And you look at them with a frustrated look, but then you get you, you know you gather yourself up and change your expression fast. Don't even have that to happen anymore. Be kind with others. Be patient with others. Release the peace unto others. And also the joy and the love. Always be kind. Never be angry. Always be kind. 
never be unforgiving. To take someone by the hand and say, come with me. I know the way, which is his way. You understand? Be kind. Receive more of God's kindness. So you can release more of God's kindness. You can't release what you don't receive. You understand? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity. Be a very generous. Very generous. Very generous. I don't mind giving. But have a heart to be cheerful as you give. And the first thing and the most valuable thing you can ever give to a person is you. You as a vessel. Because everything that God has deposited in you, they need. Not what you can do for them materialistically, what you can do for them spiritually, which manifests itself in the natural. And there goes the materials that you can keep because you have the wisdom to keep it. You have the knowledge to keep it. You understand. You have the healing. You have the working of miracles. You have the prophecy. You understand. Hallelujah. Tongues, interpretation, and diverse tongues. It's all a gift unto you. But many of us don't use the gifts. But just know that you can and they are available on the inside of you. You understand? Continue to be generous. Also to yourself. Every fruit, you cannot release it into anybody if you don't receive within yourself. Don't be a person to give somebody and want to take it back. Give to somebody and want to talk about it. I don't feel they owe you. That must be a big one because God God ah, It's not just you. It may not even be you. I'm speaking for everyone in the world on this podcast. Even if they're not even tuned in. These words go everywhere. And I can feel that's big in the earth right now. People giving and talking about it. Having someone feel like they owe them. Messiah! I need to get a chance to get it out. God need Jesus. But Father, we lift that up right now. That that stop, that ends right now. And I release your mercy in the atmosphere. That no one be ever soon to forget that we all need God's mercy. Never forget that we all need God. To never have someone in a predicament or in a place within themselves to feel like they owe you anything when they owe you nothing but to love. Mosaic. Love, joy, patience, kindness. No, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness. My God, Mosaic. Jesus Christ. Faithfulness, Mosai. Ah. 
Faithfulness. Faithfulness. Speaking and declaring faithfulness. Faithfulness. From the north, faithfulness. From the south, faithfulness. From the east, faithfulness. And to the west, faithfulness. Now, why God had me to touch that so much because he's touched so much by that is because he is faithful. But many of us are not faithful. So how can you release what you don't receive? There's something in the way. So that means you took your attention off of that, you know, that connection to connect elsewhere. Because if you don't release what God didn't release unto you, then where else can you get it from? You understand? God is faithful. He's still the same. When I was a kid, I used to always like play with God and be like, how old are you? How long you been here? <laughs> Give me a number to your age, even though you always is. How long you been here? I used to always say about what, seven, eight? How old are you, God? Like what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Seriously. Having that mindset as a kid that God is still the same. That God always is, not was or will be. He is. Isn't that amazing for you to be created? You have a birthday. Everybody here does. And yet he created us. Always is. Always is. God don't operate in the flesh. God don't have any flesh. But he's still created amongst us. He is. And he hooked us up. Come on now. Jesus Christ. My God. Father. Faithfulness. God. Father. Jesus. Jesus. Come on now. I even said to Christ, I talked to him about anything. And I felt a little strange asking. I said, I just want to know. You're a very handsome man. Did any females, you know, like you, Jesus, in the earth? You know, Lord Nazareth, Nazareth, Iranians. You understand? Jerusalemanians. You understand? Did they ever, you know, any female ever, you know, Thought you was cute. Try to talk to you. He said all the time. But it wasn't in that type of way. Because the love that he have. It pierces the heart so much. For you to need him. In the way that he is. Which lead you in the way you should go. But there were females who was like. You know my lord my savior is very cute. I said, did you ever like anybody? Uh-uh. <laughs> he asked so quick, guys. I said, no. I don't think like that. I'm on assignment and I'm going back home. Going back home. I even asked our father, God, did you ever think to create a Mrs. God? Mm-mm. I said, why not? Because I'm God all by myself. I said, I know that's right. 
I said, I feel a little, you know, some kind of way asking you guys this. And they said, you'd be surprised at things that we'd be asked. I said, oh, Lord, my God. You'd be surprised. But he said, no question is ever a dumb question. If you want to know anything, I'd rather you come to me and ask than to assume. And I love that about our relationship. You understand? They answered it very quickly. Any question you can ever have. Like it been times, see, I'm a woman and got in the room. I'd be like, get out. Let me get dressed first. I created you. Okay, well, turn your head. <laughs> I created you. <laughs> okay. You understand? God is included in everything. You don't ever want to walk away or walk out the room about anything. He's faithful at being your God, being your father, being your friend. For some, you know, you know, I'm not going to say some reason. Right now, God want me to study and meditate on his names. And I may go come across every name that God has for himself. And that's a lot of research. And God want me to confess every name today. And write them down today. And call out his name as he is today. And that way, all over the line. You understand? Releasing his name upon the entire earth. But faithfulness is very important. Don't ever become unfaithful. Unfaithful is just like saying you're faithless. And God dealt to every manly measure. He's so faithful. If you receive his faithfulness, you can only release his faithfulness. That's why you continue to stand. Now I know what it's like to not stand. I know what it's like to hear another voice. And I thank God for knowing what it's like to be under the law of grace and be forgiven and redeemed. Come on now. Don't it feel good to say, forgive me, God, and you'll be forgiven and start where you stop. That don't mean keep doing it because you know it's the, you know. God, mercy have limits. Like Paul said, because we under the law of grace doesn't mean that you can do things wrong. And misbehave. How foolish is that? To think that way. That's taking advantage of God's love. And guess what? Thinking that way. You don't even consider yourself to be under the law of grace. Because the way how you're behaving. You're under the law of sacrifice. Remain faithful. And gentle. God taught me how to be gentle. You have to be very gentle with yourself and very gentle with other people, especially their emotions and their feelings. Even if somebody say, ever since you've been going to church, you've been acting different. Okay, well, let's, think, let's, let's come up with something. Not saying to say it like that, but pray about what to say. Don't let your response be, you know what? Maybe you should come too. Maybe you should do this and do that. You understand? Then you begin to count them out and cast them down. No. Then you begin to argue. No. Being gentle with people's emotions. That don't mean that people stomp over you. No. That don't mean to say yes about everything either. No. 
God told me, he tells me when to give, when not to give. He had to. Because I would just give it all away. I don't care. And God said, no. Keep. Okay. So now we have this beautiful, beautiful relationship where he tell me what to give, how to give, who to give to. I say, okay. That'll work for me. Because God see that I would give my lunch money to someone who just smoked it up. And yet I'm, I'm starving till I get home. You understand? I just thank God for having a heart like this. Giving my last, which was never my last, but just in the natural, it looks as if it's my last. And I'm just, you know, okay with that. Until, because I always knew that, you know, I'll get it again. It was the last of that. Let me say it that way. And I begin to give so much and God said no. Because now people who have appeared naturally to have more money than you in their account naturally, naturally, naturally taking advantage over you, saving theirs and trying to spend yours. Enough of that. I said, okay. God's exposing a lot of hidden truths now. It can be very bothersome. Very bothersome. Excuse me, guys. And you cannot let it bother you, though. People try to take advantage of you. You have to still be, you understand, gentle with them. And let me tell you this, guys. Let go of your past. Everything that you don't want in your future is in your past. Leave it there. Don't go back to try to revisit anything or anyone or any place. Unless God have you to go somewhere to release his glory, which he will do. But some of us may not be ready for that level of weight of glory. Because we all know what it's like to go minister somewhere or to someone and you understand, you become entangled. Went from witnessing to a neighborhood to sitting back where you used to sit at. And let me tell you, if no one see that you are serious in your walk, they're not going to take their walk serious either. They're going to feel like if you can't do it, then I can't do it either. So you have to really stand your ground. Seriously. And some of you may still actually do the same things. Oh, you um, you want to get a drink? Nah, I'm good. I don't drink no more. You want jack? Nah, I'm good. Don't smoke cigarettes no more. Honestly, guys, having a lifestyle with God, and when you do things you know you're not supposed to do, 
it don't feel right to do them, but we still do it sometimes. I know when I was going back and forth on my walk in my, you know, early 20s, and I never really liked the club scene. I never really liked the world way of doing nothing. But I just felt like I was just, you know, I'm like the only one outside the box. So let me just jump in the box with, you know, not saying I'm jumping on the wagon with everybody else, but just that, you know, let me just see what this is like type of thing. Testing the waters. And when I went to these clubs, I was like, you know, I don't like this. Don't like it. I never danced with anybody at a club. I never did that. I never liked it. I never liked that. I would dance, but when they come, I'd be like, go over there. You know, I'm okay. Someone would get like, who think you all that? You stuck up. No, I just don't want to dance with you. I don't want you to put your body on me. Get off of me. No, I don't want to drink. Buy my own drinks. But if I got a drink in my purse, Jesus Christ. You understand? I thank God for delivering me from alcohol abuse. I used to carry a flask everywhere. Even on some of the jobs. Jesus Christ. You understand? Drinking on the job. Drinking everywhere I went besides church. But I went there with a lot of hangovers many a times. Just drinking and drinking. I had to cast down that generational curse. Drinking. Not sipping, I mean chugging. Every drink I drunk was like a go, 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 go. Every time I drunk something. And I made sure I drunk the whole bottle of fifth. I'm like, what in the world? And I, for those who drink and got drunk before, you know what that spinning feeling feels like? You can't, you can't escape the spinning. I'd be like, Jesus, every night, Jesus, please, I'm spinning again. I see two of you. Which one is actually you, Jesus? Did I open my eyes wide? It's still two. Let me get in the shower. Get in the shower. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it didn't. Let me make myself throw up. Throw this alcohol mess up. And then when I feel a little better, good. Then put me another drink. Stuff like that. Jesus Christ. Anytime the angels be like, that's enough. And you know, they so they patient. Angels are so sweet. That's enough. They got tired of watching that. They slid that bottle across the whole table. That's enough. <laughs> and I looked at it the best way I could, twisted like that in the chair. Fell out the chair. And went to the other side of the table. Looked at the spot where the angel appeared to be and looked at the table like, you just did that? Steady nodding like, you know, could barely stand up. And then I grabbed the bottle and pulled me another cup. <laughs> you understand? The angel's looking at God like, this is this is a uh, special case. <laughs> it's different, Lord. When you commissioned us, you didn't give us a whole description. This one right here, my Lord. No, I'm just kidding. But I thank God for the angels. I'm trying to say thank you. all y'all. Every single one I had and will have. Thank you. Look at me now. Oh, God. Angels, the ones up to the storm. And I love all with them shirts. Oh, God. Angels. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> they said they reached in my heavenly account and paid the way. Oh, God, I love you guys so much. Seriously, man, when I went to the store and got them steaks, oh, God, they left out with me. Because, hey, what do you wherever you go? Jesus Christ. I had a whole family reunion from that store, giant. Oh, God. And I always paid them back. You understand? With my tithes and offering. No, I'm just kidding. Jesus Christ. I paid them back. And many other people, I didn't tell what I was giving extra money for. But I just thank God. You understand? Jesus Christ. I was never a person that wanted to cheat the system. Some people live off of that. No. Because you're going to find yourself being short at the end. Because you're not cheating nobody but yourself. You understand? When God opened a door for you, no man can close. You understand? <laughs> Angels, they back, they stuck thinking about those stakes. Oh, God. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't. I'm not testifying that. No. I love you. <laughs> Tell them how many times you did it. Oh, God. I've been forgiven. And I thank God. You have been forgiven. Now it's just a testimony. During that time, it was very embarrassing for me to do. Very hurtful. Now I can look back and laugh and think about the goodness of Jesus. I thank God I never got caught. I don't have a record. No driving record. No criminal record. I have any record. Thank God for that. That's in the past. To testify the goodness of the Lord. I'm never ashamed. I had some sisters in Christ I soaked with months ago. And they said to me, How can you be so free to testify like that? I wish I could, but you know, when nobody look at you, don't notice. But let me testify to you about what I used to do. And I enjoy hearing testimony. It's all good. But the thing about it is, stop worrying about what people say and think, or thinking that they will cast you out. They wouldn't walk away from you. They'd walk away from God in you. People love God so much that they love you because loving you is loving God so much. So don't ever think that you have to behave a certain way in order to keep a crowd that God already sent your way. Due to him being on the inside of you. So you got you. So now you're thinking that you're doing the work. No, you're not. No, you're not. None of us are. So don't mean I go around and open about everything. No. It's a time and a place for everything. And when God me to testify, I will. Because I'm free indeed. I'm not ashamed to say what I've been delivered from. Tell me you gotta know about everything. Nah, you ain't knowing everything. <laughs> Some things is best to keep. You understand? We know what to keep. Jesus Christ. You understand? But honestly, guys, your testimony is not even yours to keep, to be honest. It's not. It's set someone else free. Love, joy, patience, peace, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness. Oh, last but not least, self-control. Control yourself by conducting yourself in the way you're supposed to. Let me tell you guys. In this season, I have never been so hungry in my life. It's like my natural body became so hungry. Now, I can eat, but I've been eating on top of eating and haven't picked up any weight. I'm very active. 
But how much you know, active can you be in a bedroom? Not gaining anything. And I'm just so hungry. You understand? And God's sake, there's so many things being worked on the inside. You know, that's a lot going on on the inside. Stir yourself up. And I mean physically too. Your body going along with everything taking place spiritually. And the glory of God upon you. My, my stomach been balled up so much. Maybe that's what it is. It's just like it's so tight. Only got to do that many crutches anymore. Crunches, whatever. Planks. It's so balled up in the presence of God. Just confessing who God is. Spirit and belly so full. It's so tight because it's so full. See, to you, full would mean that it's, it's big to the point it's about to burst. No, it's big about to burst, but it's still tight. With, you got to stop because there's always room for more. And when you the tighter it get, the more it's ready to explode, which is called an overflow. You understand? Control yourself, control your thoughts, control what you say out your mouth, control how you treat people. Because you are representative of Christ. And everybody experienced a phony before. You don't want to be looked at as a phony. Ah, oh, you say, oh, she's just like the rest of them. He's just like the rest of them. Saying one thing, live another way. They ain't no different than nobody else. You understand? When it came to me paying my tithes, right? Let me testify real quick. And I, you know, you get your, you know, your tax, you know, statement at the end of the year before taxes, you were filing. And I was like, when I first got my statement, like years, over 10 years ago. And I was like, I don't want this money from the church. I don't want this. I got so upset. They think I'm giving out tithes to get my money back. I don't want my money back. I'm giving this to give them to God. I don't want it back. I got eat it. I had to call the church. Hey, why get a statement about how much money I gave this year? I don't. I didn't give it to give it back. I gave it to keep my part in the church. They say no. Everybody gets that. I say everybody do. <laughs> I changed quick. Everybody do. I said, yeah. I said, hold on. Is it taken from the pastor's money? Is this money coming out their pockets? She's like, no. They get, they get, a, they get one too. I said, so we also oh, ties we get back at the end of the year, and, and no, it don't come out of nobody money in the congregation. No. I said, I just want, I want to make sure we clear. I'm not giving this money to get it back. No, you're, I know you're not. But you still get it back. Oh. Okay. So that's how it works. But that's not why to give. I was heated. I was like, why they give me money back? I gave. No, no. Don't take this money. They said, no, everybody gets the money. And you sow it again. Keeping seed on, you know, keeping your seed in, on good ground. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, 
gentleness, and self-control. Receive, receive, receive. I love you. Enjoy this day of great grace, great glory upon you like never before. See, the angels on joke time. The ones on my left, which is your right, if you're sitting in front of me, they still talking about them steaks. <laughs> they want no cheese steaks, y'all. They was like $40 steaks. God. Don't do that, you know? They, they on joke time. I love you guys. Mwah. Have a good day.